This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Hello, and welcome back to Bad Moms in Business, the podcast. And today there's just two of us. We're missing Danielle. The D, the D, 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 D in bad. The D in bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually the perfect time for her to miss the podcast because it really just like allows us to, to um, highlight the, the topic that we're dealing with today, which is being a working mom or honestly, even just a mom mm-hmm. in the summer. It is so hard. It's because that's really when everything hits the roof. (laughs) Well, it's just really highlights that we're one person trying to do it all and we can do it all, but it just, it's hard. Sometimes it's a hard season. It's a really hard season. I am experiencing it myself in that the boys are obviously home all day and I still have to work or go to appointments, or um, anything, grocery shop. And they're right at that age where they don't want to run errands with me. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Like, I remember that so strongly. It was so nice as the, of the three of us, the one who has the 15 and a half year old who got to that season where they could just stay at home. Oh, heavens, is that nice? We're so close. So close. So close. But at nine and 11, I have left them to like run to the store for 20 minutes and come back. Of course. Especially with your neighborhood that you live in. You've got a village there. You really do. do. I do. But I cannot leave them for hours while I go show houses. Right. Um, And so this season is hard because not only am I having to go and do all of these things because my husband is at work all day. Um, I have to drag along two kids who are kicking and screaming the whole time because they don't want to, they don't want to leave their friends. They don't want to leave the house. They want to just do what they want to do. It's really hard. It is hard. And Danielle is absent today for similar reasons. Motherhood called Motherhood. comes first. And we, we, we stand behind that. We don't just talk to talk. We really talk. So that way people hearing our message, know they're not alone mm-hmm. and hopefully give them some creative solutions to get through the season that they're in a little less worn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a better way of saying it other than less worn. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's difficult. And, you know, even now, even though Owen is of the age where he can stay at home by himself, which is such a blessing, but that doesn't always mean he wants to be at home by himself all summer long. It's boring. He's an only child, not to mention he's in the age of having to do driver's training. So we're in that logging the 50 hours Uh to try to fit in driver's practice to get those hours done. So he can take that next segment. In addition to trying to work, it's, it's difficult. So I'm thankful it is summer because if it wasn't summer where we're trying to get these hours, it'd be even more difficult to do it after school or in between any appointments that I have. And 
as we've said a million times, we're very fortunate because our schedules have the allowance to be very flexible. Yes. Doesn't mean they always are. Correct. Correct. Well, and for, and I was going to say too, for Owen, you guys don't live in a neighborhood. You live out in the country. And so not being um, of age to drive just yet. Right. Yep. Makes it hard because he doesn't just have a buddy next door that he can go pal around with. Someone has to come to him or he has to go to them. And how do you do that if you're not driving yet? Absolutely. We physically have to take him to that spot that he wants to go. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of motherhood, for those who are not watching this episode, but just listening, um, there is, well, for two things, there are dogs crying in the background. If you end up hearing the occasional like whine, Bridget is also trying to raise baby puppy dogs this summer as if it's not hectic enough for her. And then her sweet babies are in the background, um, rocking on some chairs and doing some army crawling. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Aaron came down from his bedroom. Like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) the solution is he army crawls and goes to the chair behind her. (laughs) It's so sweet that our boys and how they just have to deal with us. They do a good job. Yes, they do. We have to let that little dog out, Erin. So could you army crawl or just walk like a normal person behind me and let the dog out? <laughs> but I love that he respects it and tries the, the, and he didn't even like freak out when he saw it. He was just like, mm, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to back out and then crawl. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cute. It's so cute. But that's motherhood. <laughs> that is motherhood. Yes. But yeah, so parenting. <laughs> now he's carrying a puppy. You got to watch the video if you're just listening, you guys. This is, I, I, we are unscripted and unafraid to be who we are. Erin, <laughs> yeah. you can just walk. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. It's tough. And I have been, again, our, our careers allow us to be somewhat flexible. Mm -hmm. So I have been trying to schedule things, you know, later in the day so that if I do have to leave them, there's a 20 minute gap between me leaving and Chris coming home. Absolutely. And, you know, I know you also try to honor your marriage too, by allowing enough time to spend with your spouse. So it is a very delicate balance where, you want everyone in your home to be nurtured. Yeah. And it's just hard to do it sometimes. And I think just think summer is, is particularly hard because when the boys are in, we just say boys because all three of us only have boys. When the boys are in school, there's a lot of things we can do during the day, such as grocery shopping, doing all of those errands, those additional things that pull us away in the summer that we can do so much faster without anyone in tow. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that way, if we do have to leave in the evening, it's usually for less time than we would have necessarily in the summer. And in the winter, I personally, last week we spoke about boundaries. Yep. And so in the winter or just when school's in session in general, I'm very light on appointments in the evening because that's when Owen's home and I want to see him. Same with Marcus, where in the summer, though, I have to say I'm much more flexible about that because usually I've been with him throughout 
a good portion of the day because I can do a lot of work from home. And sometimes it's just that he wants the body of me home. Sure. Knowing that the house is not empty, even though we have three dogs. (laughs) No, but you're right. Sometimes it's just the presence and and knowing that there's someone here. Right. If I felt like walking downstairs to talk to somebody, I could. Absolutely. Not (laughs) to mention someone to make his food for him (laughs) because I still do do that. How, how is he surviving if he's home all day? Is he making oh, his own lunch? He absolutely, absolutely can do it all on his own. Great, great. And I know yeah. he could. I just didn't know if you were like, you know, packing a little lunch and putting it in the refrigerator for him. Sometimes I do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There, there it is. <laughs> I mean, I'd be sinning if I didn't say that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> just how I love to love on them. I know it just makes my heart happy. I do truly think that's the difference between one and many though. That would be hard to do if you had multiples. I mean, I want to always set that expectation. It's just different because I have an only. That's fair. I, and and I love it for sure. Mine don't even eat the same things. So it's not like I can make two sandwiches and you know, you done. No, no, no. I one mean, wants ravioli. One wants a sandwich. Who wants the ravioli? Jace. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love all things pasta. Mm. Mm, I hear you. I hear mm. you. Yeah. Mm. Somebody, did he add a comment? He said, I'm sorry. I'm weird. No, you're not weird. A sandwich is so normal. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the normal, Aaron. <laughs> I, I have to say, so there's, um, this gal that I follow on TikTok. We know we all love TikTok here at oh. the business. It is, it's just fun entertainment to us. It is it's great. And my gosh, I think I, I'll have to like give it to Bridget to put in the description to, yeah. to find it. But basically they had their own children and they've adopted through foster care, multiple mm. children too. So they have a very large family. And every morning she wakes up at five and she makes their breakfast. And she basically all of her stuff is around making her large family good, fun food. Because coming out of the foster system, usually there's some sort of, I don't, I don't know if the word trauma is too strong, but no, I think that's, yeah, I think that's accurate. That there is always concerned that there wouldn't be enough food. And so to combat that, she just made food fun and, So they always know that it's there. And so she does these amazing food, like snack trays and stuff like that. But five o'clock in the morning, she's doing all of these many sandwiches. Like one person gets like tuna, some get like ham, some are peanut butter and jelly. And she has this system of how she does it. I'm like, that is so what I would probably do because I do think it's so nice to be heard. Like you said, you know, each boys have a preference and to be able to feed into that type of love language and give them what they enjoy. That's so special. Yeah, I agree. And I also just don't want to fight with anybody in the summer. So if you want a sandwich, have a sandwich, but the difference between you and I is if you want a sandwich, go make yourself a sandwich. Right. You make sure they have the items to make what they prefer. (laughs) And I don't think anything's wrong with that. That's not to say that there aren't times where I decide I'll make you a a sandwich. Fine. And if they ask me to make it and I'm not in the middle of doing something, yes, I will make you a sandwich. 
but also like if I'm working or in the, like in the middle of something that I can't put down, gotta go, you gotta go make that sandwich. Absolutely. Especially if you need to eat right this second as boys tend to, to need. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The hunger gets very real. Yes. I'm sure it's that way with girls too, but it just seems so magnified with boys. It does. Um, and we wouldn't know because we don't have girls. Absolutely. And I, as a girl growing, I mean, we were all girls growing up, but times were just different. There weren't, there wasn't like snacking. No. Like a breakfast, a lunch and a dinner. It wasn't part for me. It was probably basically budget. It wasn't like there was extra sure. money for all these amazing snacks. I remember going to my friend's house and they would have like Doritos. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're rich. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yes. I can remember going somewhere and they had, um, Dunkaroos. Do you remember oh, Dunkaroos? Yes. Never got to get them. I don't believe they ever were in my pantry at home, but a friend of mine had them. And I was like, what is it like to have so much money? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we defined wealth when we were younger. Uh-huh. And you know, with that being said, I think that's one of the things that made our Christmas stockings and Easter baskets so magical because mm. there would be something like a Dunkaroo, like d- several Dunkaroos in there or bag, like little snack bags of chips and fruit snacks, stuff we never, ever would have had some pops and just amazing stuff. So I have these amazing memories of these elaborate stockings and Easter baskets with all of that deliciousness in it. And it was so much fun. And that makes it so much more special. Mm-hmm. I love that. I know. And I try to, you know, reproduce that with Owen, that mm-hmm. memory. And because he didn't, he wasn't raised like we were to know that that was something special. Sure. It just doesn't hit the same no. level of memory as it does for me. And I do often say to him, I go, Owen, if you ever have children, understand this might mean something to them. (laughs) Remember that I did this for you because I thought it was special. So you might want to do that with your children. (laughs) He's so much like Marcus. Like they just don't register it in the same emotional level as what I did. Well, and Chris is the same way. And I, I think it's probably because they grew up differently than we did. Sure. I mean, I obviously am related to Marcus, so I know that the type of family that Marcus grew up in. Absolutely. Um, and they did have a little bit more money. They did probably get to do or get to have different things. So true. And Chris, his grandma always took care of like any sort of whim or need mm. or want that they had. They got to go on fabulous vacations and her pantry and her refrigerator was always stocked with whatever they would have wanted. And it's just, it was a different situation for you and I, and And not that I wanted or needed for anything. Absolutely. We had what was necessary. Correct. But I don't have any Dunkaroos in my, in my cabinet. That's all I'm saying. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And what you just said about that grandma and how she did that for this family, I'm telling you that is, I don't know with only having one, I may never have grandchildren. Sure. If I do, and it's not about spoiling the grandchildren as much as it is, as it is 
to be helpful to Owen and his future wife Mm. and knowing that they'll always have food. They'll always have special extras that they don't have to worry about financially having to work extra to provide those extras. You know, if my daughter-in-law wants to be a stay-at-home mom, I want to be able to do anything in my power to make that be the case. Because when they go to have children, is there even going to be a thing as a one-income family anymore? Gosh, who knows? You know, I, so I feel like they're few and far between even now. Too. It is. So desire does not always mean, I, I feel like a lot of women are working that would really rather prefer to stay at home. And if I could bless a daughter-in-law, if she wants to, because of my contribution, I just think that would just make my heart so happy. Mm. Is it illegal for me and Owen to get married? <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's definitely blood there, Bridget. <laughs> and, and for those who haven't, maybe our new listeners, Bridget and I say we're cousins, but it is cousin through marriage. So my husband, Marcus and Bridget are first cousins. Yeah. So I can't marry my second cousin is what you're saying. Yeah. And he's, he, he's younger. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm just trying to get that stay at home mom life. Okay? <laughs> you, but would you, would you thrive in that? No. no. Right. Um, and that kind of goes back to what we were talking about is, you know, being a, a working mom during the summer. I'm thankful beyond thankful that I have a career and I have the, um, Uh, I'm trying to tread lightly because there are people who thrive and desire nothing more than to be stay at home moms. Absolutely. Um, That ain't me. I, I hated leaving my little tiny babies Mm -hmm. after eight weeks or 12 weeks. Um, That was the worst, but also I needed it. Sure. I, I needed to, to be among adults and have adult conversations and, go to work and, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that there is some small luxury in being a stay at home mom, um, because it's work. Mm -hmm. I, I know several stay at home moms. It's not, it is work. They work harder than I do. That's for sure. Um, but I need, I need to work and I'm thankful that I have that I can work and I'm thankful that I have to struggle to figure out what am I going to do with my children today while I go and work? It is a luxury in some ways for me. It it is because we have jobs. We have children. We're Mm -hmm. blessed with children. And so we don't take any of that lightly. And I was blessed to be a stay-at-home mom for seven years until our family dynamic changed that made it where the kind of the the roles reversed a little bit to get where our family wanted to go. And, And that's where I landed on this career. And real estate for those who might be new, because again, for the flexibility, it was about as close as I could find to being a stay at home mom, but being able to have the potential to make a very good income from it. And we've been very blessed by it. Yeah. And think about it. If you had not gone into real estate, I would have not gone into real estate. We wouldn't know Danielle. This podcast wouldn't exist. Like there are so many things that happened all because you chose real estate. And I know Bridget's spiritual as am I. So I know some of our listeners are, and for those who aren't just take this with a grain of salt, but I mean, I prayed very hard about 
what kind of job I was going to be able to find that would fit my desire to still be a very much hands-on mom. Yeah. And it was literally in the middle of the night. I just heard the words real estate and that's how. Yeah. It came to be. So I wish I had this amazing story other than that, but <laughs> well, that is an amazing story. <laughs> Two words, real estate and boom, here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> it's fun, but the road is difficult in the summer. And I think it's okay to lose your, your crap occasionally. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost impossible not to, because again, we were talking about like juggling the plastic balls and the glass balls last week. Yes. And it's impossible not to feel overwhelmed when you have a job that's counting on you, a boss that's counting on you, Mm -hmm. kids that are counting on you and having to decide, do I pay a daycare bill all summer to try and to work? Um, Do I have a family member that can watch my children? Can I bring my children to work with me? I mean, there are a bunch of different options, but some of those come with, a price tag, um, whether it's emotionally or uh, nominally. So mm-hmm. it's hard. it is hard. There's a consequence to every single decision that's made. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we're all trying to do our best. Yeah. And occasionally we fall short of that. And you know, what's really great is Owen's of the age that if I'm a little short with him or I'm just extra tired, I can really express like, Owen, I'm just exhausted. Mm-hmm. I don't have the extra energy to baby you right this second, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's a wonderful conversation I can have with him now. And he's super respectful to that, where if he was four or five, they don't understand the energy that you're, you're passing on to them. Yeah. So for those who do have youngers, I'm telling you, those days get easier and easier. They, they get harder in other ways, but It's so fun to see that human being get older because your, your string gets much longer to do a lot more stuff. You got a lot more slack. Yeah, it's true. Look at you. You went on vacation. I did go on vacation because your boys are of an age that that was okay. Yeah. I didn't leave them home alone. Um, Of course not. (laughs) Good clarity there. Um, No, I'm very lucky to have a mother-in-law who is incredibly involved in our lives. Mm -hmm. And um, if I have to drop one of those balls, I call her and she will pick it up for me Um, without fail, no matter if she had plans or if she's in the middle of doing something, Mm. she will drop everything to help us. And, um, I try very hard not to take advantage of that. Sure. Um, because when I need her, I I want her to to Mm -hmm. want to do those things versus wanting like feeling like she has to do those things. Of course. Um, but no, I'm super lucky. And she, um, planned her, her vacation away from work around our vacation so oh that, my goodness. Mm-hmm, so that she could be with the boys for that week and she took them camping and she took them swimming every day and like they just had a really good time and that's how she chose to spend her vacation time and so as much as I hope that I'm that grandmother one day we'll see <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, we know there's a lot of grandmas that are not like that. Yeah, for sure. So just because you were blessed with it doesn't mean you have to be that. Yeah. You'll be a blessing in other ways. Well, I'm sure that I'll like want to hang out with my grandkids, right? I don't know. I mean, as long as they're not total brats, let's put it, let's be honest. Okay. So <laughs> Marcus <laughs> says like, <laughs> that's like word for word, Marcus. He's like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want the brats around. I was like, you're going to deal with the brats. They're going to be our brats. But this is in my heart of hearts. I don't want to have to like raise grandchildren Mm-mm. and I won't raise grandchildren. No. Um, I really want to respect my role if I get to be a grandma as grandma. And that's all that there is. If I want to be able to love on them every single time I want, if something has to be disciplined, I'm not the one doing it. Yeah. Mom and dad are, are around to be like, what did you just do? And then I, and you know, I can play the game. Oh, it's fine. Right, that's right. my role. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Discipline. So while I appreciate the grandparents, like your mother-in-law, I think that's amazing. And she probably gets fed by being able to give to your family in that way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a wonderful thing. It's just not necessarily, I want to contribute as much as I can. So Owen, his future wife and their children can thrive, not just me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's, that's me. And that'll be hard for me. And that's why I pray now that I can be the wonderful mother-in-law that isn't like down my daughter-in-law's throat. Yeah. And I know I won't be because I'm already very aware that I'm not going to be that. Yeah. I, I have those conversations with myself too. My a friend of mine um, who will remain nameless has a mother-in-law that can tend to be that way. Mm. And she said, she's like, I'm telling you, it is the grandmothers that only have boys. Oh, that are this. totally can see this. Yeah. She said, because my mom has girls and boys and she's very like, has her boundaries, doesn't smother us, comes when she's needed or when she wants to. Sure. Like she'll just show up and that's fine. But the boy moms who turn into grandmas are smothering is is her experience i think that's so fair i think a mother's love is a mother's love but a mother's love for boys is just as equal to their love for girls it's just so different well and what's that old saying uh uh i don't even know how it goes something like um a daughter is a daughter for life. A son is a son till he gets a wife or something like that. Yes. Because yeah, you are kind of replaced by mm-hmm. your son's new family. Which oh, just makes me so happy to think about. Hmm. And maybe I'm just worried because I really do want him to have a family and he's so stinking independent. He might never. <laughs> so like, I don't know, but I think it's Denzel Washington. He has this clip on the TikTok. <laughs> I'm going to butcher it, but it was, um, a son's first love is like his mother. And it was a mother's only love is her son, especially mm. her first son. And I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, he gets teared up because it was like around the time that he had 
his mom had passed away. Mm -hmm. And I just think those, those words are just so true. And I'm telling you, I'll just, I've said this before, I think out loud on this podcast, but at least to you, I stopped with one because I had a very real fear. Well, one Owen was like, perfect, but I had a very real fear that I could not love another as much as I love Owen. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I don't like Jace nearly as much as I like Aaron. You are such a liar. <laughs> and is he standing right there? <laughs> I really hope he is. But I don't think so. Um, yeah, understand that this is the kind of thing, like silliness that I do with my children. Like, you know. It, hence is why when Bridget and I were talking on the phone yesterday, I hope you don't mind me sharing this story. So silly. <laughs> We're talking, I don't know, it's about six o'clock. Bridget's taking them to karate and she's letting them out to go into karate because she needed to run to Meyer to get creamer. <laughs> and as Jace is getting out of the car, he's like, yeah. yeah, mom's leaving us at the curb because that's the kind of mom she is, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> so you wonder where he gets it from for sure. I know. It's hilarious. And I he know. said it so fast. He did not miss a beat and so uh-uh. clear that I could hear it. It was hilarious. Yeah, he is. I always just say he's a mess, but like in like the most fun way, he's the one that, well, both of them I can, I can tease for sure. Um, but Jace is more like me in this, in the fact that um, like, that's your, your love language. Like if I sure. make fun of you. Then you that know means I'm, yeah you're in yeah so <laughs> I'll always say like oh where's the ugly one come here Jace you know it's like just silly <laughs> oh my gosh so fast forward 20 years Jace now has a podcast <laughs> yeah oh, it's called my mom, therapy no, my mom was a bad mom <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> could you imagine and he's telling all the stories of our stories <laughs> all of all of our boys are at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mom was a bad mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, the different stories that they could tell. Yeah. You're and not how relatable. Everyone would probably find them if they actually did do that. Well, especially because we're all so different. Mm-hmm. And so they'll have perspectives just like we do that are completely different. They will all have completely different perspectives and um, stories about the way that they were raised. Some of them, the same stories that, that would be really a treat if that ever sort of happened. Maybe we'll still be podcasting in 20 years and we bring them on. There you go. Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) Well, this was quite the um, smorgasbord (laughs) of topics. We really, we set out to do a very streamlined discussion about how difficult it is to be a, a working mom in the summer months. And I, I think we hit that topic for about 30 seconds and then we were <laughs> off and running. That's what, see, this is what happens when we don't have Danielle. I know. Danielle, Danielle steers us back. Yes. She's our planner. She's our organizer. She's the topic calendar person. So yeah. if it's, if it's defined, we adhere. And when Danielle ain't here, <laughs> we do what we want. We're like the bad misfit children when mom's away. Yes. 
Yes. So we promised you if Danielle was here, it would have stayed on topic a little bit more. However, we do hope you enjoyed our conversation and our stories that we shared with you today. And we hope you'll tune in to all of our upcoming episodes and certainly click on some of the old episodes because those are equally as entertaining and knowledgeable and funny. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. Good stuff. Well, yeah, um, I'm relieved that Danielle will hopefully be back next week. <laughs> so yeah. we can stay on but top a little bit. If she's not, that's okay because momming comes first. It does. And it kind of wraps into when we were discussing boundaries last week mm-hmm. that you need to be around with people who understand what a boundary is for you. And yeah, for and us, was- moms come first. And we understand that in Danielle's life, we're the cheap plastic ball that she doesn't care if she drops. Absolutely. Because we don't mind bouncing on the floor a little bit. No, it's fine. <laughs> Pick us up, dust us off. We'll be fine. Absolutely. We can have more dust, less dust, left chips. I don't know. But the, the point is she'll pick us back up when she can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll be a little dented because of it, but it's fine. That's okay. Fine. It adds character. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this nonsense, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye.